Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. Just recently, I got a call from Ron Bakery, and I just couldn't imagine the downside of answering a phone call from a bakery, even if it was a telemarketer. But gratefully, it was not a telemarketer, but a fine young musician reaching out from Kansas, someone who had heard my program and wanted a chance to showcase some of the fine music he's made over the past eight years or so. So I'm happy, even proud, to share with you Ethan Eckert, player of music in a wild variety of genres, including folk, jazz, hip-hop, hard rock, and just about whatever you can imagine. He's a drummer, keyboardist, guitarist, vocalist, and he writes songs on the creative edge. He's got an impeccable pedigree of music in his family, which only broadened his gifts. You'll learn also about his sourdough bread and mushroom tea and much more. Thanks to Andrew Jansen for production assistance on today's program. Remember to look for the full uncut interview and bonus excerpts on northernspiritradio.org. Right now, let's go via Zoom to Kansas City, Kansas for our visit with Ethan Eckert. Ethan, I'm so glad to join you this morning for Song of the Soul. I'm so excited myself, Mark. Thank you. And thank you for reaching out. I mean, you called me just last week and said, hey, and I had no idea who Ethan Eckert was, and I did some quick research. I should have known that there was something auspicious coming when I saw the caller ID said Braun Bakery. Uh, What is Braun Bakery? (laughs) (laughs) When uh, the pandemic first broke out, I decided to get into the professional side of baking But then I got interested in fermentation, and we have a lovely farmer's market in the town I was living in at the time in Harrisonville, and I decided to join up there and start peddling out loaves of sourdough. The reason I have you here for Song of the Soul is because of music. What exactly are you professionally? Professionally, I do turn a dollar here or there from the music, but I teach mostly. I teach quite a few things from the ACT test to music, of course. I love to teach the guitar and the drums and voice. And tennis is also a lifelong passion. So I like to get out on the court and show people how to hit that little yellow ball. I believe you're around 30 years old, but how long have you been doing music? I started playing drums, my parents would say, around four. My mom would set out the old pots and pans and let me have at it with a spatula or fork. And I got serious about the drums around 10. My uncle is a brilliant drummer, Kyle Adkins, and he was always so inspiring. And my dad has always been in bands since he was in high school. His drummer at the time, Ted Strobach, was also such an inspiration. Great drummer, heavy hitter. He would hit the drums as if his life depended on it. 
And my dad, he's the guitarist for the band. And so he tried to turn me on to guitar around that same age, but I don't think the hands had developed quite well enough at that time. So a couple years after that, I took my acoustic guitar on a road trip with my grandfather. I called him Pops, Farrell Adkins. And he had such an interesting way of approaching the guitar, and it was trained to his voice. And that got into my soul, and he showed me my first bar chords. I've been totally hooked ever since. And as an aside, I will say my mom is a professional pianist, so she taught me a lot on the piano growing up as well. So I've been mired in it my whole life. Let's get started with the music for your Song of the Soul. There's a lot more about your spiritual journey as well as what's implicit in your songs I want to talk about. How do you want to start out? What's first? I'd like to start out with my latest release, Disarray, featuring Blueprint. And who's Blueprint? Blueprint is my longtime collaborator. His name is Dylan Young, a brilliant musician, I think born with a guitar in his hand. We're starting with your latest song. It's called Disarray. I have a sense from having listened to it why it's called Disarray, but I'm not sure why Disarray. Is that where you are today? I think maybe you're more organized internally than you've been before. Indeed, I I do feel along the straight and narrow more than I ever have. But Disarray, that line came to me, Disarray spread. I'm not sure what brought that on other than I'm very outward looking as much as I do enjoy meditation and seeking the inner spaces. I keep up on the daily news feeds. That was right around the time when Kanye West was going completely off the deep end. Uh, Of course, Elon Musk is a fixture and in the conversations that the talking heads were having, I sensed much disarray. Melting 
glittering eyes Soft bodies rot Faster than thought Bring the dream to your mouth You shall A little boy playing with cars Me time Elon I'm already on Mars I slept in the mind an impossible crap A contemptuous pride of the vanity Swelling up out of the hair But this my disillusion And tugging up on itself How many kids now? Major Tom wants his birdies back I am the jungle Ethan Eckert is our guest for Song of the Soul today. His song, Disarray, you could probably feel it in your bones as we went through that song. There's so much in there to rap, unwrap, maybe bury, I'm not sure. Toast for allies, GIs, soft bodies rot faster than thought. And I thought that was probably some of the deep spiritual perspective that you brought to this or not. I don't know what it really means as a whole to you, except that the, you know, the newsfeed is disarray. Right. I wanted in my heart of hearts to write an old fashioned diss track. I do have a good hip hop influence and I was just so upset with what Kanye West was doing with his platform. I needed to work that in to my typical aesthetic of peace and love. And so I tried to find a nice equilibrium between the two. And you mentioned soft bodies rot faster than thought. 
I think that anytime the human psyche gets to a point where it is dealing out a lot more hate than it is love, I, I think the psyche has lost the truth of time moving on and taking us all. I think you've been a precocious reader and thinker since early ages. Uh, before we got on the air, you mentioned reading Nietzsche back when you were in high school. Could you give me a little bit of your religious, spiritual past and present, where you started from, where you are now? When you have influences like Nietzsche and your stock of influences that could be, a lot of people would characterize you in a specific way, and I think you'd transcend those limitations. Transcend, that's the word. I started out in the Methodist church. My mom plays piano for our local Methodist church beautifully, I might add. She is just amazing on the instrument. I actually went to a Christian school, and I think that was my first blip of hesitation. She loves to share a story. In kindergarten, I got into the car one day, and she asked me how my day went. I sigh, and I say, Mom, all they talk about is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Middle school comes around, and we get many different influences. And high school, I get introduced to Nietzsche through, uh, I will mention, Jim Morrison. I heard that he read <laughs> Nietzsche in high school, so I had to. And Nietzsche influenced me to read some of the more contemporary views on atheism, Christopher Hitchens' brilliant mind. And so I was very much in the trenches of agnostic atheism critique of religion at large. I was there until I decided to head out to Boulder, Colorado after two years of pretty gruesome state school where I studied film and philosophy. So I decided to go out to Naropa University, the Jack Kerouac School of Disembodied Poetics. And the college admissions advisor mentions, well, you're going to need an extracurricular. And she says, a lot of students take yoga. We have a good yoga program. In fact, it's the only undergraduate and now master's program in the States in yoga. And so I thought, hey, yeah, sure, why not? I could use a little more flexibility. And I had no idea what I was getting myself into. The head of the department there, Nataraja Kaleo, just transformed my life. He taught traditional yoga. At least half of it was contemplative, was meditation. One day, I have a very fond memory he decides that we're going to practice yoga nidra, psychic sleep. And we lay down, and it was about a half-hour practice. About 20 minutes in, I had an epiphany, complete out-of-body experience. I let go of so much of the dissonance that I was gripping onto for all my life. I haven't been the same since, to put it lightly. <laughs> And I've been practicing meditation, yoga, Buddhism ever since, going deeper and deeper. Well, people are here to listen to your music, but I, from my point of view, the reason I have this program, Song of the Soul, is because I think this music comes out of deep places and it shines light into deep places. So share some more of your music so we can see those deep places through your tunes. 
Yeah, let's go back in time here. One of my first releases, the title actually from my mother. I played her the song and said, I don't know what to call this. And she said, oh, it's Spirit Dance. It's from the album Duets With You. Duets With Whom? I was recording this on... I had a broken microphone at the time, actually. I had a nice short in it, so that was a very difficult recording process. But I recorded it in the midst of a very difficult relationship. And so it began on the surface level of, okay, I'm going to write all of these songs, and they're all going to be pointing that finger of judgment at you, my significant other at the time. And as I kept writing and developing the tunes, I quickly noticed that it indeed went so much deeper than any kind of outward judgment. And so my hope is that it's a duet with whoever may be listening. Spirit Dance, Ethan Eckert. When I watch you coming down I do wonder what you ever saw in me That led you to only believe in what you see I lean in and whisper otherwise When I feel the stars that breathe fire up your spine I cannot deny the truth of your nothingness That reaches between the pins and needles where we sit I lean in to whisper I am gone unfurl until we disappears I lean in just to get closer Those sweet tones, that sweet voice is Ethan Eckert, website ethaneckert.com. Come via northernspiritradio.org if you don't know how to spell Eckert. Your nothingness, I am gone, sleep, they could be acerbic, 
they could be uh, that again you said ethan that pointing finger pointing at you know the the bad person your nothingness you're not of any value but that's not what it is in the song and again it's called spirit dance i think as you said in introducing the song you went from a place of you hurt me you're bad to something else where do you think you are in the aftermath takes two to tango i quickly learned that we all carry pain and whether or not we want to address it it's not for anyone else to decide when or where that can be done nothingness yeah to me buddhism right it's lovely Uh, there's so many i'm not sure if we're dealing with double entendres here but I love, I cherish so much turning something that would traditionally be negative in the Western culture, certainly, and trying to find the light in that and the freedom of nothing and, of course, everything. Let's have some more of your music right away. What's next? I'd like to play A Shack on the Path, which is, once again, uh, one of my mom's very favorite songs of mine. Shack on the Path is from your series Punishment. Over several years, you did Punishment Part 1, Punishment Part 2, and Part 3. What's this punishment thing? I'm afraid I have, I connect punishment with a conservative retribution point of view, and I don't think that's who you are. <laughs> we must pay for our sins. Yes, indeed. I wrote this all out before I recorded that first record, part one, part two, part three, part four, with the idea that it would be shaped as a fractal, all inward looking towards a middle. And punishment came to me again right around that time. I followed Duets with You with Punishment Part One. And my development of understanding pain and the patience that we have to move through it, I became fixated with this idea of whether or not we truly deserve what comes to us. It's such a long and interesting history, of, especially in Christianity. And I mean, karma, of course, it's it's Hinduism, it's East, it's West, it's, it's everywhere. That discussion of whether or not the good and the bad equal out and whether or not we deserve what we ultimately get. This song combines a number of musical styles as well. I mean, it starts with something I might call something like soft jazz, I don't know. But it goes into head bashing rock. When you change the styles, I was wondering if that was saying something about your transition internally. Oh, absolutely. I love a good progressive rock song. And so we can go quiet to loud very easily. And I found that the triumph of the words that I was writing was very much matched up with some good old fashioned head bashing. Let's do it. It's a shack on the path by Ethan Eckert. Dream. 
dress Kiss her feet and tell What more from lies What lies from more Of the same old Storybooks we live And learn the hard way And the long way The only guest today for Song of the Soul is Ethan Eckert. His website is ethaneckert.com. It's linked on nordenspiritradio.org. He's here with us today for Song of the Soul. I've been doing this for 18 years, and links to all of my guests over those years are on my website. Again, it's nordenspiritradio.org. Ethan is actually in Kansas City, Kansas, I'm way up in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. So I'm northern, I guess, Matt makes you central or southern, doesn't it, Ethan? Yeah, we call it that here. These programs, Spirit in Action and Song of the Soul, are broadcast across country. Total of something between 35, 45 different stations carry this. Right near you, there's a wonderful local community radio station, KKFI. You're a regular listener or you have been? Yeah, I discovered KKFI oh, about eight years ago when I moved back from Boulder and have been adamant about tuning into their jazz program is fantastic. And probably my favorite, if I had to pick, is Mark Manning's Wednesday Midday Medley. He is just a fantastic, brilliant light in the community, and he has the best taste in music. So I want to encourage you folks to tune into your local community radio station wherever you're hearing us from. Of course, you can hear us via podcast, via our website, all the different places. But these stations that carry local music, local news, local creativity are so valuable, especially in a mass-produced nation that we live in now. So please remember to support them. You can support Northern Spirit Radio multiple ways. In Quaker speak, we like to say, hold us in the light. 
That's one way you can help us, but you can also post a comment on this program, share it with other folks, and you can make a donation. That's how we fund ourselves, not through corporate donations and not through government subsidies. It's because we want to meet the needs of you, the listeners. We want to speak to your condition. Again, that's Quaker speak. I'm using on you there. I hope it makes sense to you. In any case, please support us, but especially support your local community radio stations and all these people creating music. The mode of how music is sustained and energized into the world has changed so much over the 18 plus years we've been doing this program. So please find a way to sustain that which is good and lift up that which is good in the world. But right now, let's go right back to Ethan Eckert and his next song. I would like to play a couple tracks down from the previous tune off of Punishment Part 3, Missing Daniel Johnston. Who's Daniel Johnston? Oh, my. Mark, if you aren't just feigning ignorance here, you're in for a treat. He was a singer-songwriter from the Austin, Texas area. He has been such an influence and such a light on my life. And he passed away a year, maybe two ago now. And he left a big old hole in the community because he could write a song like nobody else. And is Joy is the Rebellion from him? Absolutely. Yes, it is. We're going to listen to it right now. Again, Ethan Eckert's made the song, but Missing Daniel Johnston is the name of the song and the ethos behind it.
see, folks, Ethan Eckert is creative in his music making. There's no one style of music that he could be labeled with, and many of his songs can't be labeled as a single type. It's all mixed up. You've mentioned jazz a couple times, Ethan. Is that part of your family tradition at all? I mean, your mother is a church pianist. I don't think jazz, even in the Methodist church, is a particularly big thing. Your uncle, I know your grandfather, your father. Is jazz something in the family, or is jazz something that Ethan has particularly added on to the repertoire? Yeah, even those lefty Methodists don't get down with the jazz very much. I was really introduced to jazz by my brilliant high school band director, Andy Croson. He is, without a doubt in my mind, the best living saxophone player. If he had been born in New York City in the 50s, he would be right alongside Miles, or excuse me, John Coltrane. And well, the big names, doesn't matter what instrument you're playing, it's all jazz, right? So I was introduced there, and my longtime collaborator, I mentioned Dylan Young, he is a brilliant jazz guitarist as well. And living in the proximity of Kansas City, you just simply can't avoid it. It's, I think, the best city for jazz in the country. Oh, really? Yes, I would argue it for days. Let's go on to some more of your music. We're going to get a few more in here. What's next? Oh, let's go with Fire and Blood. Talking about uh, Christianity here, we might as well. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, my take on it, and I'm not sure if the Buddhists are an exception to this, but I associate the violence dominance that not with the religion that is the figurehead for these violent empires, but with the fact that it's connected with power. So the Bible starts out with the Jews going in and killing everyone in the area that becomes Israel. Certainly Islam has its own history of terror as it swept across and annexed on more people. And Christianity certainly did it. Although the first three centuries, Christians were pacifists, which until they became a government religion. With the Rohingya, I sense that Buddhism, too, can be, and the Tamils and so on, that Buddhism can also be abusive when it's in power. So I associate that with power. But what's this fire and blood about? I think you're right on the money, which, yeah, money, power, when it comes to any tradition turning violent. But fire and blood really came about, you can hear my Bob Dylan here, really came about trying to kind of center that bitter, bitter, sweet irony of a religion based on peace and love and understanding. Jesus Christ certainly is not condoning any bloodshed and trying to make sense of why there's such an innate need, seemingly, for humans to search for power and control, making everyone else just like they are. I definitely hear your Dylan in this thing. Again, you're 30 years old. Dylan is in the long past for you. I basically was... I was breastfed by the music of Dylan's music. I don't know if that makes sense at all, but anyway, (laughs) evidently he's worked his way into your consciousness as well. What's your connection with Dylan or his music? Oh, Bob and I go way back. 
Actually, I was always hesitant. Every now and again, we'd come across a Bob Dylan song when me and my dad were riding in the car listening to the radio, and he never had a taste for Bob when I was growing up. Eventually, of course, that piqued my interest rather than me uh, just agreeing blindly with the father figure. So I dove in. I think my first record was probably Bringing It All Back Home which is quite the first Dylan record to digest. And I became obsessed. Without a doubt, I would uh, copy his writing techniques, stay up all night, go grab yourself a pack of cigarettes and a coffee in the morning and spread out the daily newspaper. I will argue, though, I will say that though Dylan's lion's share of his work that we, the public, deem as his best, he's doing his best work right now. He's as contemporary as any other artist out there. I'm I'm loving his newest record, and so he's still very much in my conscious. Yeah, and he's in the 30s or 40s of albums or something like that. I don't know exactly. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, you'll hear strong reflections of Bob Dylan through this song by Ethan Eckert. It is Fire and Blood. Plastic plates cannot placate for robbing people of their place Their land, their meal too long await These promises we all forsake It's time we must retaliate Or watch the last waves of time recede While presidents sit from porcelain cups Play petty games with lives and trust We work all day for a couple of bucks Just until we have enough To waste our minds with booze and lust And all the rest of the signs say we need To fill the fear without a thought No questions in this hell we rot Jumbled words from souls begot Forgotten flowers forsake me nots Chrysanthemums for souls to rot Pick the stems and let us speak When we cry The reasons why Are too many to count We're all the same a thin charade waiting to dissolve. A dandy diaspora does can settle sin and start to sow the burnt earth who no longer grows. And under undulation froze, we can't uphold the last repose. Laugh and say, I'm glad that's not me. Washed away with rusted will you cower in a callous shell Of comfort earned off lies and swill on jealousy You build your hill from bones and box of cells I'll sell until the junk that's left is free Painted people please The patterns drawn by legalese On maps that keep us from our needs And cripple thought and break our knees Gorge and giggle as they seize Every last soul they can't see With love burnt across our brains We never knew when to stop Enough is not the answer sought how far can we convert? 
that was not Bob Dylan. That was Ethan Eckert sharing <laughs> that song, Fire and Blood. The last word in that song is convolve. It's in the last line of that song. Convolve is not a word I think I've heard before, but I can divine its meaning. What is it from your point of view? How did it get in there? That probably is a bit of a pretext to my song Disarray. Convolve, I was, I was searching really to hit the nail on the head with that word. Fire, blood, madness, confusion to convolute such a simple message as love your neighbor as yourself. <laughs> to twist that eventually into starting wars, I think that Convolve is a perfect footnote on the end of that song. Well, let's not waste time. Let's get right to more music. But I have a feeling it's more Dylan coming up. Yeah, some upheaval, some good old guitar and a voice. We'll play Orogeny next. Introduce people to Orogeny. So I did a, a challenge for myself in 2021 when we were still rather locked down. I wanted to produce a song for every month of the year, and I donated all of the profits from those songs to various nonprofits, charities. By the last three, I was pretty worn down. I had done a lot of production work and was really pushing myself to the limit. And so I decided to return to my roots and put out a few good folk songs. And orogeny, meaning upheaval or mountain making, is certainly one of my favorites from those three. And again, Dylan's in this one. And again, there's lust in this one. There's stuff about salvation, the after and the before. There's all this stuff packed in here. Were you in an up place or a down place in 2021? Up overall, very up, I would say. I reconnected with one of my very favorite people. We never really lost connection. One of those people that you text at uh, midnight and share a song or perhaps a funny story. But I reconnected with Abby Fisher. We now have a house together and a lovely little family of cats and dogs. And so I, I was in a very good mood in 2021. Well, maybe you'll feel that, folks, as we listen to Ethan Eckert's song, Orogeny. With sand between my toes And sun burning my eyes The earth turns into glass The earth turns into glass Implication pleading with the past. We are but placeholders, never meant to last. Take or leave salvation, dose me with your stick. Sell their breath for blood Searching for steady land In this endless flood Thank you for your service It's not needed anymore 
simply love your neighbor, especially the whore. I wrote a million verses and I'll write a million more. I am the never ending, the after and before. Nothing I do or say. Never be explained. Run up the downside, dear. Catch me in the clear. Turn awareness inside as we look to the skies. You can hate me. Sand between my toes and darkness in my eyes. The earth turns into glass. The earth turns into glass. Everybody needs to know about orogeny. One place to learn it about it a bit, least, is from Ethan Eckert. His website, ethaneckert.com. That song, Orogeny, was a single he released, 2021. I was curious about one thing that I thought there was probably some significant meaning in it, but I wasn't quite sure what the meaning was. In your opening lines, you refer to the sun burning your eyes, and at the end, that sun burning becomes darkness in the last line. And I don't know if that's beginning aftermath. I was wrestling with what the meaning was. Can you dispel my darkness? I'm so glad that you brought that up, Mark. So throughout my work, I would say there is a through line of environmental consciousness. And it's always with many young people and uh, especially the elders who are keyed in to what's going on. We're concerned for the earth and for the sun beating down on us. And so I had to write in a little bit about how, sure, the sun is good for a tan and it feels good in the summers now, but in 50 years, it's going to be burning us and eventually it's not going to be burning anybody. You know, Ethan, I do not only the Song of the Soul program, but I do one called Spirit in Action. Just recently, I interviewed the author of a book called I Want a Better Catastrophe because he's concerned that the climate crisis, it's going to catastrophe, but it's only which, how bad of a catastrophe we're going to. So I have a feeling that uh, you've got the steadfast gaze that you can look brightly at the sun and at the darkness, both. And your songs show that, certainly. Let's do one more song, and I'll have to let you go for Song of the Soul. What's last? Oh, I saved the best for last. This is maybe my proudest achievement. Back in 2018, I believe it was, I was working on a song, and I decided that it was not for my voice. I could not deliver these words in a good way, something that would satiate. I contacted my grandfather, Pops, Farrell Adkins, and I asked him if he would like to collaborate on a song. And he was very excited, too, I must say. And so we're going to play Happiness by Farrell Adkins. And so his voice is what we'll be hearing 
Which part are you playing? You wrote the song? Yeah, I, I wrote the guitar part. I'll be playing the guitar part accompanying him. And I will say we maybe played this one time before he recorded it. He was just so talented, brilliant mind, brilliant musician. And so, yeah, this is our collaboration. Well, we're going to play it, but first I want to mention that you've got such a family of musicians, your father, your mother, your uncle, your grandfather. I want to know which of the genes confers musical brilliance upon a family like it does for yours. Have you separated that out when you've done your... Right. I have my 23andMe. I have my Ancestry.com. <laughs> <laughs> when it returned, did that say, everyone you're related to is a great musician? yep there's a strand in there in the rna absolutely yeah a lot of french there's a little bit of finnish and i suspect that perhaps it's the Finns that do it i'm not sure (laughs) last song we're going to listen to by ethan eckert it's his song but it's performed with his grandfather pops feral atkins the song is called happiness So again, these are the grandson's words coming out of the grandfather's mouth, which is a a wonderful juxtaposition and all of the creativity and the diversity, the, the vast both intellect and musical acumen that you bring to this is really wonderful, Ethan. So thanks so much for sharing that and coming with me here today for Song of the Soul. Thank you so much, Mark. We're ending with Happiness, sung by Farrell Atkins, performed, written by Ethan Eckert. Here's Happiness. May you have happiness until we see you next week again for Song of the Soul. I did my work, collected my pay, nothing more to see. Even less to say I did my work Collected my pay Nothing more to see Even less to say But in between the lines Is where you too can find Happiness In my work, I spent my time dancing on a cloud, breathing in the divine. I did my work, I spent my time dancing on a cloud, breathing in the divine with nothing else in mind. That's how you too can find happiness. Neither here nor there, but everywhere. On the breeze, catching your hair. Under the sun, on the run. In the grave, it's all too fun. I did my work. I did my work. 
The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helpsmeet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.